On this episode of Top 440, I catch up with three-time AQHA champion jockey Cody Jensen to talk about his upcoming retirement. Um, Cody started his career in 1993 in Pocatello Downs at Idaho. He's tallied up uh, six, over 1,600 wins, over almost $42 million in earnings, ranks him third all-time in the all-time earnings list. He's Won two All-American fraternities, three-time AQHA champion, and just recently completed his 50th grade one victory. Cody's been an ambassador an ambassador to the game, you know, been well-known jockey all, all over the country. And this 23-year career come come to a conclusion at the end of the year. And he rides a couple more horses. He rides a flash and roll in the champion of champions. Um, up and coming in the low salary, that's $2 million, and then he'll conclude with Danger on December 26th with Danger at the Championship of Sunland. So, hope you enjoy that. Hope you enjoy the, the episode. Hello. What's up, CJ? What are you doing, buddy? Are you coming out this weekend or what? No, shit, I look at fucking too expensive. That's okay. You're going to come down You're going to come down for Sunland for the championship? Oh, shit, yeah, for sure. I'll be there for that, for sure. We, we, can, we, we, we can officially end this thing in the right way. That's right. That's right. Now, I'll be there for sure, for sure. Cool. Now, I, I wish I would like to have gone down there this this weekend, but yeah, shit. When you're when you're a degenerate gambler, it's hard to it's hard to pull up trips. Pull up trips like that at the last minute. All right. <laughs> yep. What about, that's funny. what about you? Are you ready for the weekend? I just want to get it over with. Really. Yep. Yep. It's just uh, you know. Just when it's your when it's basically your last one, you just would like to get it over with and not sit and ponder on it. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. You know, let's just roll instead of instead of for you know, oh, this would be my last time down with Boston Alameda straight away. Shit. Yeah, like, yeah. This morning, this morning I went out and stood my security cold again, and I was like. We were walking back to the barn. I said, Chris O'Dell, this might be the last time I ever gallop a horse. Did it, did it hit you? or? No, I love it. I said, but, yeah. you know, for if I'm lucky, if I play this right, this is the last gallop saddle I'll ever have that can be astride. I'll ever have to straddle. <laughs> this will be the last gallop saddle I'll ever have to be aboard. So, right. Like, but but, but it's, it's weird, you know, when you're. Every morning to your routine of getting up and going to the racetrack and getting on to the horses, and then you're like, whoa, that's probably the last time in the morning I'll ever walk off this racetrack yeah. on the back of a racehorse, especially. Yeah. You know, yeah. So. No, that's, that's true. That's all you've known for the last 25 years. Yeah, no shit. No yeah. shit. You know, it's, it's, it's a routine, but then, then my knees are like, thank you. Yeah, thank the rest you of your body. The rest of your body thinks, yeah, we're still going? Come on. <laughs> the, the only problem is, is, you know, in uh, in six to eight months of not doing this, I'm going to feel pretty good. Oh, and I've got to avoid that. I've got I've got to avoid that temptation to be like, oh, shit, I can get that. Shit, my body's feeling good. Fuck, I I go back and have another run at this. And no, you know, like you said, six, two months, months into it, you're going to feel just, yeah, you're going to feel just as bad as you do right now. So, yeah. Yeah, but you do realize that six to eight months after mm. you get done, there's a little race that runs in Rio Dosa, New Mexico, for three million dollars right around that time. Ah, that's okay. You know what? Even though I didn't win the All American this year, for my last race to ever go down, my favorite racetrack in the world, in my favorite race in the world, to be heads up, three of us across the racetrack for Mr. Hubbard on a homebred. With a chance to win the All American Fraternity with full forty yards to go, yeah. fuck, I'll t- I'd, I'd I'd take it. I didn't win it, but I'll fucking take it. No, that's true. I mean, that's, that's, that was a hell of a race to be a part of, and like you said, for Hubbard and stuff. And that's yeah, that's, that's you know, good. and and you know, when you have three horses that just battle it out from basically four hundred and thirty nine yards of the four forty. Yeah. $3 million, you know, sometimes you can come out on the losing end of that shake, but the damn sure horse races you want to be part of. Yeah, that's for sure. That is for sure. So you got you got three this weekend, and then you'll finish it up with the championship on the 26th and something? Yep. 
Yep. What about Hopefully your I'll get a little, little, little more favorable post position to offer the uh, for the first time one than I did for poor Zia. Oh, he ran his ass off of Zia too, huh? Oh, hell, that horse. I, I, I told Dean and Billy, I said, that might be the best race he ran all year. Because mm-hmm. he, he, op- he opened up on them horses in that first 75 yards like they was nothing. Yeah, yeah. And he looked then, like he was going to put them away early. And then the last 75, all you can do is just watch that outside, just motor by you, and there's nothing yeah. you can do about it. It's just, it's yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. Now, that's but, you know, the rail yeah, you you watched that whole day. Now the five fifty race was going out of one hole, but that horse drifted out to about the five or six holes. So other than that, there was really there was no race one inside the seven hole all fucking day long. So, you know, it's always been the curse of the apart. Yeah, yeah. And, and, so, and Sunland Sun- is somewhat the same way, just not quite as extreme bias. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you you definitely want to be the middle out in Sunland. It's still yeah. hard to win out of one hole that in summer. Yeah. Early in the meet, not as bad. So even if it does dry inside, it'll be a little bit better early in the meet. I mean, the longer the meet goes, the worse it gets down there. But, but I mean, shit, if he runs that race back, if he draws decent and runs that race back, he'll be super tough in the, in the championship. Yeah, you you give me that exact same start and that exact same race out in the 10-hole at the year, or even the 8-hole, that's something that you need to run. Yeah. Well, you win. Have you win? Would you win? You win that on feature, Mr. Bojangles, didn't you? Yeah. 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 That's what I thought. Yeah. So there, there really is there anything left that you haven't that you haven't won? I've never won the two million. Oh, the two million. That's that's what. Yeah, I never won the two million. I've oh, been second in a few times, but you know, that's about never quite, never quite got the. Never quite got the job done with two million, you know. I've had a yeah. couple. What's amazing though is is uh, throughout all the years I've rode the two million, I've only had probably three horses that I really thought I could win it on. Oh. You know, and all the other times I've rode it, I'm like, you know what? If I if I like the board, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be happy. I'm gonna be yeah. I'm gonna be impressed, you know. So. Yeah. You know, for mo- most years, I, I really, I really thought that in all the years, I only had three that I could win it on, and I ran second, second, third. Who were those you three? Know, so, uh, no Ticketeer's first one, mm-hmm. but he had Blue Girl Two and FDD Dynasty that had a little <laughs> something to say about it. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of bother. I mean, the best, the best crop in, in racing history. Yeah, yeah, and I beat yes, you and I, you know, and. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then I had uh, the second one was Viva Me Corazon. Oh. And I got I got I got bumped from both sides, and that that horse of Delatorius had just out of the one hole had shook free. He was so far in front, I just I I couldn't make up. Now, you know, I made up three quarters of a length and still got beat a length. You know. So. Yeah, yeah. Who was that? Was that? And then, um, and then the other one was, the other one was. Uh, uh, Odell Torres that year was the big long shot out of the one hole, like thirty to one shot. I can't even remember uh-huh. Francisco Rubio yeah. loading. He drifted. He drifted out to about the six or seven hole. Oh and, yeah, uh, I remember the race. I can't remember who now that was, but it was him. Um, and then the other one was uh, a lot of blues, man. Oh, okay. you know, and yeah, and that thing of schemes just beat the doors that day, and I could. He's too nice of a horse to catch. You know, yeah. I mean, I made up, I made up a little bit of ground on him, but when when you afford that nice of a horse, that good of a start, shit, you know, you ain't gonna catch him. I don't care how good yeah. a horse you're on, you know. He yeah. was he wasn't no thirty to one shot. That was a damn good horse, you know. He'd run, he'd run second in the Golden State and uh, third in the Ed Burke. I mean, he was legit. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. he was a real deal, and he got the jump on me that day. Just beat the doors and caught a flyer and. He's, he's, you can't, you know. I've always said you gotta. You, I'd rather have the fourth best horse with the best trip than the best horse with the fourth best trip. That's how you win the day, baby. That's right. Ain't no lie, right there. That's for sure. All right. Well, shit. I mean, hopefully, maybe up and coming, will catch a flyer for you on Sunday and get you there. Exactly. He's a nice enough horse, you know. He's a cheer. He's winning five out of seven stars. Yeah. Yeah. He knows how to win. The, the, he's really his only two defeats. He, he just 
not gone away. Yeah, get a terrible trick. You know, security's already. Yeah, when he when he breaks and get away, he's win every time. You know, so yeah, shoot, he's good enough for us. If he catches if he catches a good start, you know, yeah. gets out of there, and gets out of trouble, and you know, and you see Samson, of course, he's big, pretty motherfuckers. Oh man, <laughs> and there's not a standout in there. I don't think there's not that one horse you just say, no, yeah, they can't beat him. Like you know, there's not a flash and roll in there this year. You know what though, there really is. It's just people are sleeping on him, even though he's won a million dollar race. That run for your life is even better than his brother. That's faster horse. Really? He's a better horse. He's bigger. He's stronger. He's better. He's just not as good a race horse yet. Uh huh. But he's he's he had a if you watch his Gold State Million Paterdy win, he had a horrible start. Terrible. Yeah. Missed the break. Gets crashed into by his freaking teammate and still wins the freaking race. He, 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 if, if he if he has any type of trip, he will make this a fucking lock in the park. Really? Oh fucking he's, dude, he's, he's he's the real deal. I told him, I told Chris, I said that horse will that horse will make his brother a distant memory if he stays down. Wow, and I don't think that horse. I think he struggles down the track. Like I don't know. Oh no. Oh no! Shit in the in the Golden State Trials, I had him freaking buried on that gray horse. Yeah. And he ran he ran by me like I was a five thousand dollars claimer. Yeah, in his trial he looked great, but in the final he looked like he was begging for the that thing of uh, of uh, Willoughby's was running at him late. Shit, that thing of that thing of Willoughby's had he beat over a length at one time. Really? Oh yeah, that horse that that, that red horse was nowhere to be found the first fifty yards. He had, you go back and watch his. You go back and watch his start of that race. It is horrendous. Yeah, he's another he's not, not even. You got his ass then knocked out pretty good from, from behind him. Oh, I mean, you had it. You look like you had it fronted there. You know, pretty by about half of early on. Yeah, my horse didn't break at all. <laughs> not yeah. like he can. Yeah. That horse of Willoughby's, that gray horse of Willoughby's was long gone. In the, the two grays were freaking out there, winging it. That horse and running both down. Yeah. He's a he's a, he's the real deal by far. He is he is way the best horse in the race, except for the big question mark that is Willoughby's Matic. Yeah, that horse is that horse is interesting to me. He uh, looks super good in his trial, but time before that in the constellation didn't really have much of an excuse. Yeah, he's 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 there. He's there. He's there. Scratch your head, horse. Yeah, you know he's always been the one with the most talent, but only flashes it every now and then. Yeah, I like to the two of Alamon, Sacred Nation, and Cattail uh, Cattail Cove. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I could I could have rode I could have rode Sacred Nation and I damn it did, but I couldn't do yeah. that with Louise and Odell. These guys are yeah. too good for me with Jeff Famous and everything. And I was like, I gotta ride that one. I mean, I thought I, I, cause I, I mean, I'm working for Ricky again, so I, I called right away and I said, oh, you know, we'll get. I'm surprised. I thought we'd get one of them, either him or the Philly. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised. That Philly's a good bitch too. She, she looks. Really she just. Silly. She is. She just. She just. The last couple of times, she looks so rough traveling. No, yeah. She's a gutsy, but she is gutsy as long hell. She's had. She's had. She. She. She had a long. She had a long. She had a, the long year. Yeah. Yeah. But but uh, I, I I like my horse. He's big. He's strong. The track's gonna be shitty. So. You know, he's either gonna he's either gonna be able to power through the racetrack, or it's just gonna, or it's just gonna bog him down terrible. You never know how big, big, strong horse is gonna handle a, a heavy racetrack. So, yeah. You know, what about tonight? Actually, you never. The, what about tonight? Oh, I like, I like that Philly because she's so quick. Yeah. You know, she's. Uh, I've I've never rode her, but I watched all those uh, uh, replays on her. And she's super quick. She's an absolute ship, just a rocket ship away from the gate, and on a mm-hmm. on a heavy racetrack, you know, a little Philly get to jump on them boys. You know, if she gets that if she gets that good start like she did in the trials, yeah, um, you know, it's, heck, anything can happen. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and it's yeah. only her third out of the year, so this should be her. You know, this should be her best out. Yeah, you would think. You know, and both and both of her both of her starts have been 
fairly impressive to come and run they second have. in a handicap or first start. Yeah, it's and good then, to uh, conquering Marine. That's a nice little glass room. You know, and then, uh, you know, like tacking me up, eight and flouts. That's very nice. Well, who was that? Just running down there the last couple of jumps in the, in the trials. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, if I can kind of get out there and keep her, keep her held up and keep her together and, um, watching her replays, you know, they, they like to ride her super aggressive and I just don't think she's that type of horse. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I think that really just it would benefit from the guy just being kind of still and quiet and just kind of, Kind of letting her do her thing. Um, I think I think over overriding her helps her get caught instead yeah, of trying yeah. to. You know, they're 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 worried like, oh no, they're going to come catch me. Stay, 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 stay. And instead, they're backing up quicker by over overly aggressively riding her. Um, yeah, you know. yeah. That's no, the same I mean, thing with flash and roll. You know, a few of them guys have tried to ride her super aggressively this summer, and she you just can't do it. It's, yeah. I noticed in the Super Derby, though. Yeah. I mean, I noticed in the Super Derby how you and Powerful Favorite were hooked up, and now you just sat, you just sat there on her and let her do her thing. And, I mean, she drew off from him the last 50 yards. It was I mean, really impressive. Yeah, I, I, I tapped her a few times left-handed just to try to keep her hooked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because, uh, like I said, you know, that, that Philly, um, all of her wins have been runaways. Just, yeah, yeah runaways and her defeats have been over two of them were over when the gate before the gates even opened or when mm-hmm. the gates opened and she you know the Rito so the Rito so finals last year and the rainbow derby trials this year they were over right from the start she was basically last when the gates opened mm-hmm. so that was the first time she'd ever really been eyeballed and hooked that was the first yeah. horse that's ever really just hooked her and yeah. so She'd never been in that situation. She wasn't, you know, she wasn't battle tested like that powerful favorite was. You know, he's, mm-hmm. he's been in some battles. He's been hooked. He's been, you know, and he's proven that he can come out on top of a of a battle. You know, him and the uh, a political pence had a hell of a battle in the um, La Primera or the Winter Derby, one or the other. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. I think it's the Winter Derby, and oh. uh, you know, they had a heck of a battle. And so that horse was, you know, he was he was tested in the fire already. And so I wanted to, I, I just wanted to make sure she stayed hooked up with him and not start to drift away from away from the pressure because she's never had really ever been pressured like that horse was put into her that day. Yeah. Um, turns out they didn't really need to, but, you know, uh, you know, but, but you can't override her. But I definitely, I definitely got it in my left hand to just kind of, Kept, kept her to task, you know, but you, I definitely didn't ride her hard. You just can't do it on her. It's, it's not yeah. going to work. Yeah, yeah. No, I guess she's a little filly. I mean, she's giving her, she's giving you everything she has already. I mean, why? Why respect her? Exactly. Just, more. Yeah. You know, all you're going to do is just kind of mess her up anyway. So, Stress her out. You know. Yeah, you can, you can ask her to run, but it better not be very hard. Yeah, and when you do, and when you do, when you do reach back and ask her, it better be light, and just kind of like love taps, like hey, just little little encouragement know. taps. <laughs> yep, little, little light filly, you know, guy could easily knock her off stride or you know get her to fold up her tent if you reach back there and hit her with authority. It's it, 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 you know, it, it wouldn't work out too good for you. You know, yeah. them other guys tried it and it didn't work out so good. So. Yeah. Yes. What do you think? Uh, how's she come back after the Derby, leading into the, the Champion of Champions? Now? Good. I like the, I like the way she uh, she was she lost a little weight uh, between the trials and finals of the Super Derby. Um, she's going back into the Super Derby finals a little lighter. She's so light, anyways. You know, she she was a little lighter than um, she went into the trials, and she had me worried a little bit um, uh-huh. because you know you lose ten pounds on the normal horse, you don't you don't think much of it or can't see it. So silly like her loses 10 pounds. Um, it's, uh, you can definitely tell. And yeah. from the super derby finals on out, she's, she's actually maintained her weight. if not gotten a little fuller. So, um, mm. I really, I really like that. You know, we were able to kind of, after that hard of a race, we, we were able to back off her just a little bit. They pony her a lot. Um, just keeping her happy and sassy and, and, 
lot of sassy. And uh, so she's maintained the weight a lot better from the finals going into this champion champions than she did from the trials to the finals of the Super Derby, which makes me happy. Good, good. And I think, uh, do you like where you drew? Oh yeah, you know what? It was it was kind of a it was kind of a no brainer, you know. Um, like Justin said, that Philly's made over a million dollars out of the four holes. She won the Golden State million out of the four holes. She won the two million out of the four holes. We won the Super yeah. Derby out of the five, but the one was scratched, so we catch the king out of the four. So how do you not take it when it's right there sitting in front of yeah. your face? No, yeah, you exactly. Know? It's been good to her. And uh, um, I do believe maybe the six has been the farthest she's drawn outside here at Los Alamitos in her six lifetime starts. So uh, no sense in exposing her to something she's not really. Yeah, uh, yeah. What about right here? How do you feel about Katie's moves drawing right outside of you as quick as he is away from the gates? No, oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I love it because she showed me she showed me she's gonna hook. You know, she 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 bears down that much harder, you know, when uh when she's got somebody to hook with, you know, if uh if if she's one of them fillies that needs the lead and her heart get big and you eyeballed her and she kinda of succumbed to it, you know, maybe I'd want more of a more of a Jessica Cartel or somebody right to the outside. Yeah. Some big horse that maybe, you know, is not going to be so quick, but he's going to be coming on the end. But actually, be it with Katie's easy moves right to the outside of me, I love it. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was wondering because, I mean, those two, they'll, they're the two best gate horses in the field. I and mean, you should, you know, when they leave, they leave. Yeah. And if I get the jump on that horse, You're I'll know for sure I'm in front. Yeah. If I get the, if I get the jump on him, I'll definitely know I'm in front. I don't got to worry about, you know what, did we both miss the start? If I get the jump on him, I'm going to be in front. So Yeah, that's uh, for sure. That is true. <laughs> and I like I like the middle of the racetrack here when here when you've got um the the um rain and how much this track struggles to dry out and get good again. Um mm-hmm. And especially they're going to be running the, the daytime thoroughbred meet um, through this weekend, you know. So um, the inside's going to get a little extra work with running the thoroughbred meet, and the outside um, tends to dry out slower. So I think the middle of the racetrack is probably going to be your safest bet, uh-huh. um, even even though here at Los Alamitos it usually – isn't that effective if you draw the one hole or the ten hole? It really, it's really not much of a bias. Um, but I think w- with the factors we're facing from all the rain, I think the the middle part of the track is probably going to be the safest part of the track as far as the track changing and and which side the track's going to be good, which side the track's going to not be good. So I think yeah. we're safe. I got you know the, the I got seven tonight, the six and the thirty and the four and the champion champion. So I'm kind of in the middle. All weekend, so I'll take it. Yeah, no, no that's a good place to draw. Yeah, the middle always does seem like it's pretty good up there. So, just tends to be safer. You know, the the one yeah. hole can be tough to win out during the thoroughbred meet. The outside could be tough to win out when the track is uh, off. Yeah. So, yeah. You know. No, I mean, that's I need some racing luck now. Hopefully, things you know go your way. Yeah, yeah, that's a hey, that's the biggest part of winning, and yet I have a good horse. But I'd rather I'd rather be lucky than good any day of the week. That's for sure. That ain't no lie. I hear that. What about uh, what what about after you get done, you're going back home to Utah? Yes, sir. You know we'll uh, we'll uh, get I I will miss the California sunshine. There ain't no doubt about that. Uh-huh. No fun. After this many years living down here, I don't know if I'm ready to go back uh, and face those Cash Valley winners. But uh, <laughs> See, have uh, you got some jackets yet? Are you supposed to go buy some jackets? Oh, yeah. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to work on taking in that blood up. I've become a <laughs> 75 and sunny year-round California yeah, California now, boy. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, facing those Cash Valley winners, I might be having to hunker down pretty tight there in the winters. You know, but uh, yeah. Um, other than that, I won't miss a lot of California. There's just, just a lot of people. It's expensive. There's a lot of traffic. There's just it's it's there's 
There's a lot of parts of California I won't miss, but I damn sure will miss the weather. That is for sure. Yeah, I bet. I bet. What um? What are you gonna do back home? You just gonna you got any ideas? Or? Yeah, we got a few ideas kicking around. You know, we we'll go home and try to uh, um, where I grew up, the valley there I grew up in is 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 growing pretty good. It's 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 a it's kind of a a good market to jump into right now and uh, um, try to get something that's going to take advantage of the growing population and and how quickly it's growing and and how well it's booming and doing good. So, um, but still get that small town feel. So. You know, we'll, uh, we'll go up there and try to take advantage of all these other Californians like me, you know, selling out and moving up there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That'll, that'll, that'll be good to be back home. It's been, what, geez, 20 some years since you've got to go and just oh, stay yeah. there for a while. Yeah. And it'll be, it'll be nice to get back around family and, and, uh, old friends and family and, you know, Low everybody's yeah. gonna be everybody's gonna be all grown up and have families and kids and mm-hmm. you know, and be becoming you know, it'll be nice to, to see everybody again and strike yeah. up old acquaintances and you know, yeah. and, and uh, you know, get to get to get back to a little slower way of life too. Exactly. And I mean now you'll the weekends are always so busy with the races. Now you'll be able to do whatever you wanna do. You wanna go check something out somewhere, like you know, it's that's the racetrack life for you. Is you have to you miss a lot of things, you know, because we're we're working on the weekend. So now, you know, you want to go wherever you want to go, catch a game or something. Just you get to get up and do it now. Oh yeah, me and me and my wife been married over twenty years, and we we went on one real vacation once. Really? Between between her between her life of teaching and my life of riding, you know, we've uh, we've always uh, had a hard time finding the time to to go and travel and enjoy ourselves so yeah you know, you know we get we, we knuckle down hard and try to get something started up there for the next two or three years but uh hopefully we'll have time to go do some of these things that we've always coveted doing but never had the time to go do you know yeah. so, uh, we're, we're looking forward to the next chapter in life oh, for sure for sure for sure well, TJ, I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you go. Let me put a couple of quick little questions for you, and then uh, we'll wrap it up. I know you got a, you know, the Derby tonight and stuff. So you got family in town. So let's get to them. But uh, just a couple of quick questions. Uh, who's your favorite horse you've ever ridden in, in your career? My favorite horse I ever rode. Uh, yes, I have three. I have three. Di- I have three different ones. Okay, favorite. Who's your favorite? Yeah, Catch me in dreams. Your favorite. Catch me in dreams is my favorite. He was. He was. A, the horse that put me on the map. Mm-hmm. B, he was the most lovable, charismatic, unbelievable horse to be around. And thank God we got to run him until he was what, seven, eight years old. We got to enjoy yeah. him and be around him for that long because he was an absolute treasure to be around. Yeah. So he, he, yeah. he, he, he's my favorite horse. Still will be, forever will be. That's kind of fitting too that, like, you know, he's like you said, he's the one who put you on the map. And, you know, Chris O'Dell had it been last horse you ride. Son, that that uh, Lil Sal will be your Chris O'Dell horse. Yep. That's, that's All comes cool. around full circle, baby. That's right. All right. So, Catch Me Dreams, your favorite horse. Fastest horse you've ever ridden. The downside by miles. Yeah. The downside is, is he was, it's too bad he his ankles never held up to his size and he only got nine lifetime starts, but that horse is an absolute freak of nature. To win the champion of champions off, off of, you know, as a three-year-old off like your what, second or third out and the way he did it was unbelievable. Yeah, he was, he, he was something else. He, uh, <laughs> he was, he, you know, he, he, he's the greatest horse nobody's ever really heard of. No, for sure. Well, I mean, for sure, for sure. He's and that champion of champions was a loaded field, and he thrilled them. Loaded, and Catch Me Dreams run a tremendous race to run second to him that night, and he beat him daylight. Yeah, yeah. daylight. And that was at that was at the peak of Catch Me Dreams' powers. He was he was by far the top old horse at Los Alamitos at that time, and and that three year old just just demolished him. Just yep. demolished him, and I knew he would too. I I knew him the first time I ever rode. 
rode that horse, I was, you know, that this is this is this is this is a whole nother animal than I've ever been associated with. He he was something else. Yeah, yeah. All right. What about the best horse you ever ridden? Best horse I ever rode was Snowbound Superstar. Mm-hmm. Easily, because he was so good at a certain niche, and that was 870. Yeah. But I've been able to ride some great horses over my life. But I've never been able to really say I've had one of, if not the best horse at what he did other than Snowbound Superstar. I mean, he's, yeah. he's arguably, he changed, he, he completely changed the 870 game. I mean, he was just, so he's, for, for his particular thing that he done, his specialty niche, he was the best horse I ever rode. Yeah, yeah. No, he was, he was a freak. <laughs> he was unrealistic what he did. Yeah, he right. was, uh, you know, there for, there for about a three year run, he was, he was unstoppable. He was. And and his size and his speed and gone to the mountain were his uh, demise. Unfortunately, <laughs> Sam yeah. got speedball gone to the mountain. But uh, yeah, he uh, there for about a three year run. He was as he was as good as anybody ever was at that specific half mile. Oh, easily, years. easily. He, he set the benchmark. That was I mean, he's the best he's done the horse of all time, in my opinion. I mean, how as long as he did it and you know as good as he did it, can. And heck, he drug he drug a rider who hated going around the turn to all those wins too. <laughs> yeah, you know oh, uh, when he when he retired, you know I kind of retired going around the turn <laughs> myself because I was like, a I never liked him that much, and b I knew for sure I was never going to ever ride another one like him. So yeah, yeah that was a good time to that was a good time to stop riding book horses. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you there. Uh, what about uh, most memorable race of your career? Uh, Snowbound Superstar gone to the mountain, uh, Remington Park, Oklahoma distance. Mm-hmm. That's a great. That's 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 the best stinking horse race I've ever ever got the privilege. I'm winning two All Americans, and that's yeah. the best of two great horses at their prime. Throwing it down, mm-hmm. first jump to last jump, best race I've ever been involved in, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. One of the most hyped up, anticipated. Remington Park did an excellent job of promoting that thing, by the way. They Good really did. Remington they Park. really did. Yeah. And the two horses didn't let anybody down. And uh, um, I think uh, Scott Wells said they had like close to forty thousand people to watch at thirty-five thousand dollar horse race. Wow. It wow. was amazing. It was amazing. I, remember, I, didn't, so, I didn't go out there for that race. I stayed in, in Summit and watched it. And I remember when you guys were on the track, that's when I had Freddie's book. I was sweaty, nervous. I mean, that's why the race I've been, never been more nervous for any race before than that. And you said it was a $35,000 race. <laughs> yeah. And we both, we both went for it. Uh, Freddie knew his best chance to outrun me was to outquick me. And I knew yeah. my best chance to outrun him was to not let him get away. Yeah. yeah. So we both left there just on firing from the first jump to the last jump. We both spread the turn. I mean, <laughs> neither of them horses had ever hit that turn going as fast as they were that night. And nope. uh, it was it was it was incredible. You know, I started blowing the turn first, and I thought, oh no, I'm I'm out of it. And then about three jumps later, here comes Freddie blowing it out with me. I'm like, oh. I'm back at the game. <laughs> no, player, player two, player, player two has entered the game. Yeah. You know, so, um, you know, and, and, and then the stretch duel was just, Oh, um, once, once we got them two bohemus actually to come out of the turn and, uh, and hit that straightaway, the straight, the straightaway duel was just unbelievable. Oh, it was. Two of the best, just bearing down on each other and, and then just, yep. and then just, Shattered the track record. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Snowbound had broke it the time before in the Paul's Valley, and then and that thing had stood for about thirteen years, and then they both come back the next time, and both of them just I mean demolish it, demolish it. And he took quite a <laughs> chunk off it the first time. 
Yeah. Uh, the old track record, he took like 40 hundreds off it the first time. And then mm-hmm. they come back and, and just, shit, they put, they shit, they are, if I remember correctly, they went, um, God, like 70 hundreds or something off off his previous track record. It was, it was yeah. unreal. It was absolutely unreal. But that's, that's, uh, um, it's just like, uh, Really, you know, and it's crazy because, you know, it's my last year and I know some things are fresh in your mind, but uh, um, the Super Derby this year, you have mm-hmm. two unbelievable three-year-olds at the top of their game, throw yeah. it down from the first jump, and, you know, that, 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 that race will forever be up there in the top two or three races I've ever rode. Uh-huh. Um, this year, this year's Super Derby, you know, yeah. and... Uh, um, you know, I was a fan of that black Lily from last year, having to chase her all the time. Yeah. Um, but her performance that night made me quite a bit bigger fan. It showed me really what, what they were made of. Just like, you know, nobody ever really challenged Snowbound Superstar until that night. Yeah. And yeah. He showed me what he was really, really made of. And unfortunately it was kind of the, the start of the end of the great yeah. Snowbound Superstar. Yeah. Um, that race yeah, kind of, that race kind of. Did him in, yeah. He was never quite the same after that, but yeah, um, he threw it. He laid it yeah. on the table one last time when, when, when the challenge came. You know, he he laid it down one last time. Yeah, it just it just wasn't quite. He just never, never. That was the beginning of the end. You know, sometimes. Yeah. Well, you he, could even he, see on the gallop out that night when he on the gallop out he misses the ground one time. Yep, uh, Jackie Martin always told me, and I believe it so truthfully, that every horse is like a dollar bill. And when you when you really find the bottom of them, you spend a quarter. And when that quarter, you got about four times of ever finding the very bottom of that horse. And hmm. when that dollar spend up, that horse is spend up. And I think I spent my whole dollar that night. Yeah. yeah. I think I I think I spent all four of my quarters that night. So <laughs> you know, but it but it but it's also is also the most memorable race. That I ever was a part of. So yeah, no, no, that's a cool deal. All righty, what about uh, just your favorite moment? Your favorite, you know, high, big, highest high you ever had in the game. Highest high I ever had in the game, I would have to say, is winning Sam Thompson. Oh, okay. Uh, that's good. That's you, know, good. you know, every everybody everybody knows the you know the relationship me and Sam had for for so long. Uh, yeah. We were we were so tight and so you know and then to to have a award um, that's for conduct not necessarily what what you did on the racetrack there's other awards mm-hmm. for that mm-hmm. um, but basically it's it's for for being a decent human being for for conduct on and off the racetrack and then to be peer elected and have it named after somebody that uh, I've always said Sam Thompson made me want to be a better person. Yeah, yeah. So um, that was probably winning the Sam Thompson was probably uh, my greatest single achievement on or off the racetrack. That's awesome. I said that's cool. That's cool. What about uh, what are you gonna What are you gonna miss the most? Competition. Just competition. Yeah. Competition. Yeah. Uh, I love I love the competition. I, I don't care if it's on the golf course. I don't care if it's at the shooting range. I don't care if it's on the back of the race course. Yeah. Uh, the competition is what is what fuels you. What makes you want to be better. Um, your the competition against your fellow riders is always that rider out there that makes you a better rider. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, you know that's what I'm missing most: the competition. Yeah. No, that's for sure. I mean, when when you're a competitor, you're a competitor. You you gotta find something to compete at. And I definitely hear you there. We'll have to get a fantasy football league or something going that way. You have something to compete. Yeah, you know, a lot a lot of people say the camaraderie, and and you know, I I'll, I'll miss the camaraderie. I like my fellow riders, you know, and whatnot, but they're my competitors. I don't like them that yeah. much. Yeah, exactly. And they and like, they better you, not like me that much. Yeah, yeah, you like them and all, you, you know. just like beating them a little bit more. Exactly, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I, I I like them guys, but when I walk when I walk out that room, I do not like you at all. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. But if you, can, if, if if you if you can beat me, if you got better horse and you just 
you flat ass beat me, I'll be the first one to shake your hand and congratulate you on a fucking great race. But I'm gonna be busting. I'm gonna be trying my balls off to beat you. So you yeah. know, um, you know, when we walk away from it, we can all be friendly and whatnot. But uh, really, in all honesty, you're my competitor. I like you. I like you that much. Exactly. No. Yeah. For sure. All righty, and last one. Um, you know, now it's coming to an end. You know, when it's all said and done, when people, you know, around the track are talking about Cody Jensen, how how do you want to be remembered? What do you want your legacy to be there around? You know, in the racing industry. Hell, I don't really know. As long as they don't quit talking about me, I guess. You know, <laughs> as long as I don't fade into a distant memory, I don't know. You know, just always felt like I always felt like I. I worked hard at my craft. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I always felt like I was I was never blessed with the God given talent of a lot of these guys. And I really had to had to work hard at it and really perfect my craft. I was terrible, mm-hmm. dude. I was terrible when I started. Back in your Callahan County I mean, days? Yeah, I mean, well, especially back home, you know, when I first started and that, you know, I, I was terrible. I don't know how mm-hmm. these guys kept using me, you know, <laughs> you know I guess they, they respected my father enough to, to keep giving me a chance. But I really had to, with a lot of mentoring from my dad and, and other writers and whatnot, and he taught me how to watch film, taught me, taught me how to pick up the things that I could use from the, from the very best writers, from the Jackie mm-hmm. Martins and GR Carters and, and Kip Didrickson's and Johnny Craigers and try to pick up the things that you can use. You're never going to do everything the same as those guys. Do the things that you can do similar like mm-hmm. them as well as you could. And yeah. um, for 40 years, 46 years, I've been, you know, I was wanting to be a writer from when I was tiny. And uh, for 44 years, I've been working on my craft. You know, yeah. I went from a terrible writer at, at 17 to this game's taking me places that I never, ever thought a kid from nowhere, Utah, would ever freaking go. You mm-hmm. know, um, all Americans were a pipe dream, something that was talked about in hushed tones that you never, ever thought you would actually get to ride in one, let alone win one. And, yeah. uh, um, but, but, you know, I guess my legacy is somebody said, you know what, the, the guy got better, you know, the guy worked hard at his game, um, and got better, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, I would hope a lot of young up and coming writers maybe, maybe be like, Hey, Look, look, Jensen worked on his craft so hard, and he went from a nothing nobody that couldn't ride very well to the top of the game. So yeah. if you work hard enough at your game, you can accomplish you can accomplish anything. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's that's the thing. Like you've always been, you know, super humble about about you know wanting to get better. You never you never knew it all. Well, and and then even even as I became got to the point where I became one of the top writers, I never felt like I belonged. Uh-huh. Um, and I think that's what always kept me working hard at my game. When I found myself with Jackie and GR and Ramon and these these writers out there, I always felt like I never was at their level. And I had to mm-hmm. always continue to try to get to that level. They always were a little better at everything than I was. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and I, I always, I was always like, why, you know, it's, I'm going to get exposed as a sham being out here with these guys because they're they're just better. So I think that's what helped me always to try to never rest on my laurels. Be like, okay, you know, I've kind of made it. I'm riding good stakes. I've run a few. Um, you know, now it's time to enjoy the hard work. You know, I never, yeah. just never, ever felt like I was. I belong at the same level as those guys. Yeah, that's interesting you say that too, because I mean that's I think just in life general that's the difference between you know success and and mediocrity is when you know like you said you know you fear you're afraid that you'd be exposed you know and there's even Ricky even that talks to me about it too like when he's around you and stuff he's always said it before like I don't feel like I'm as good as them and. When people come into fear, you can either use it to to propel you forward, or you can back away from it. You know, and 
you guys are at the top of your game, you know, you're in, in your industry, use it to propel you forward. Yeah, it, it, I mean, I, I think that's what kept me just trying, always trying to get better, trying to get better away from the gates, trying to keep my horses straighter, trying to be a smoother uh, stick rider, a smoother hand rider, a better left hand, um, better anticipating, better, just just better because you know, um, if if you want to be at the top of the at the top of the um the top levels of racing man you you can't you can't afford the little mistakes yeah no that's for sure like another thing too is you know we talked about it a little bit you know a few times you know just hanging out but you've always seen like i always got the impression from you that you're that you've been super proud of how how durable you were how quick you you know when you came back how you wouldn't ever just lay down like you know you you came well, back that, and, that's just because i'm dumb <laughs> <laughs> right. Sometimes you got to do that too, I guess. You know what, though, it's 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 always you know growing up how I did and where I did and and in a very uh, let's say ranching, farming, cowboy up uh, background from where I mm-hmm. was as how I grew up. You you always had to give the perception of being tough. Yeah, and that's no, for sure. it was. No, you know, no. I mean, it's just, it's just, it just is what it is, you know, and I was always, I was always a, one of the smallest. I was always one of the littlest, one of the latest to bloom growing up, you know, and all the other, all the other friends were bigger, stronger, faster. So I had to be tougher. Yeah. I just had to be tougher. Yeah. Or at least not show it. And exactly. I've always felt like, be it right or wrong, I always had that vision in my head. If I don't come back from this injury, if, if I, in a timely manner, if I show that injury has has caused me to take more time off than you know, and normally would, I would be perceived by the public and by the trainers and by everybody as uh, losing a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and so I always, it was always set back in my mind that uh, um, none of those injuries were going to, were going to keep me down. And I was just dumb enough to try to be tough enough to come back and do things that I shouldn't be doing. Like, like um, break your collarbone and then ride a, ride a race three days later. But uh, it's kind of got me in a little bit of trouble. <laughs> um, over the years, and uh-huh. unintentionally, unintentionally, yeah. because um, so many trainers and owners and stuff like that got to the point where they expect it from me. Yeah, it's like yeah, okay, yeah. Jen, Jensen had surgery five days ago, and and he's riding all right. Yeah, that's him. He's fucking dumb. He's <laughs> you know he's doing the normal Jensen thing, but they'll also tell another rider. Hey, you know, Jensen came back in six months from a broken pelvis, or Jensen come back five days from a broken collarbone, you know. Uh, you know, so, so, so it caught me a little backlash from the other riders by mm-hmm. having to be compared to the same timetable as that I've, I, I've done. And a few yeah. of the riders have been like, hey, dude, you know, you need to fucking back off, chill it. Yeah, some, yeah. Of these, some of these injuries, and and it hadn't occurred to me that I was kind of putting them in a precarious situation because they were always going to be compared to the unattainable timetables that I've pulled off yeah, in the yeah. past. And you know, and I've been lucky enough, you know, I've I've come back way too soon from a few injuries, but I backed it up. You know, yeah, I had that. Sure. I, I didn't go out there and look like a look like a turd. You know, like yeah, oh man, yeah. Cody shouldn't have came back and in such a quick time because he looks terrible. He wasn't ready to come back or something like that. I've always been able to pull off what I was coming back for. You yeah. know, I mean, I win I, like the Hobbs American Derby. I win five, five days after surgery. I win the Golden State Million five days after surgery. Um, you know, I had such unbelievable 2018 after seven months. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, I've always been able to, you know, I've always been able to back up those crazy things that I've been, that I've been doing, but it, it's caught me, it's caught me quite a bit of backlash. Yeah, it's, it's, it was a little unexpected, you know, but uh, huh. I would definitely, yeah. I would definitely tell young writers, you know, do what I did. So <laughs> you're going to pay for it in the long run, you know, it was so stupid, but you know, Start to tell you that. Start to tell you that while you, while it's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But well, you know, at least at least when I'm long gone, and I'm a distant faded memory, and my name gets brought up in some sort of a talking circle, at least nobody's gonna call me a puss. That is that's for damn sure. That's for damn sure. And as long as I'm around, if you're gone in Utah, don't worry. I'll take your your your, your impersonation down for you. Yes, yes. Please, please uh, <laughs> perfect them. And, yeah, I have, to, uh, have to work on it a little bit still. You know, let them let them young guys know what it's all about. Talk with your hands. <laughs> Talk with your hands and just yeah, oh yeah, I'll, I'll pull them aside. Like, all right, this is what Cody would tell you guys right now. <laughs> teach them, teach them the fine art of hand signals. Talking there with you your go. hands, baby. Right? Yep. That's right. Oh, I've been, oh, I've been talking on the phone with you for the last twenty minutes. I've been using my hands the whole time. I'm on the phone. <laughs> oh shit. Well, CJ, good luck this weekend, and you know we'll see you out in Sunderland on the twenty sixth, and enjoy, enjoy the last, enjoy the last form. Yep, that's all we can, that's all we can ask for. You know, everything, everything that happens this weekend is just icing on the cake. I've, I've accomplished more than than I deserve to in this game. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. as long as we can, you know, so, soak it all healthy in. And, and ride well, mm-hmm. we may not win them all. Hell, we may not win one of them. But if I ride well and my horses run well and we just do all that we can do, that's all a guy can really ask for. Yeah, that's for sure. That's true. So. All righty, CJ. Well, shit, well, good luck this weekend, bud. And uh, like I said, we'll see you up there in, in Sunday on the 26th. All right, thanks, sir. All right, CJ, thanks. Uh-huh. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you enjoyed the content, please, we appreciate it if you share it, like it, you can follow us and get updates every time we post an episode. Go ahead and don't forget to check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, 440 Nation. Thanks. Everybody hoping they could be the one I was born to run, I was born for this Whip, whip, run me like